Hey guys, this is John and Austin, and this is another episode of the Meet Justics podcast. So, if you're watching, you'll see a bunch of very attractive white bags up there, <laughs> full of yummy seasoning. Back here, we've got three delicious hamburgers. Now, why do, do we, I have? Why a bunch do we have of seasoning more seasoning there, than right? we have hamburgers? Well, so I made hamburgers with the hamburger seasoning. And then I will make those things oh. with that. They're not all hamburger seasonings. Okay. It's amazing how well he writes code when he can't read all that good. So <laughs> it's, it is impressive. I want to bring that up. Um, but before these cool down too much, let's get to them. I want to quickly introduce that Excalibur sent us some new seasonings they're doing. And they didn't send us a bag or two. They sent us two cases. Yeah. So John came in my office and he was like, hey, uh, we have two cases of samples. And then he was he was like, no, 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 no. We have two cases of each of sample. each sample. So we don't know um, what we're going to do with them. Austin and I are trying to figure out a way where we could let you guys have them because um, they're samples. We're not going to sell them because they say sample on the bag. I 1000% would sell them if they didn't say right there sample weight oh that's not that's not as bad as i thought but still we Are probably we shouldn't on? sell them no nah. all right so we were we're gonna try and come up with something um it'll definitely involve the website somehow uh we'll have them up there in a specific place for a while as free items so only people who either listen to the podcast follow meatistics um during your next order you'll be able to throw one or two of them in your cart at a zero dollar cost uh, we'll probably do them as we review them so the first ones will be the patties so we've got three different ones we have bavarian oktoberfest patty we have raspberry chipotle patty and parmesan garlic butter i have to say when i was telling people that we were doing this everyone was all in for the parmesan garlic butter um, so we have not tried these yet. Uh, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I, John walked by me earlier in the hall, had samples and was like, you can't eat any of these until we do the podcast. And I'm like, yeah, right. Like you haven't tried some yet. So I want an honest answer. Have you ate these? Oh yet? God. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't not. I mean, I was cooking them. I was walking them around. It would have been impossible to not. Now those ones I cooked on our smoker and those I had a couple people say that perfect juiciness. Like I cook these in the oven and then finish up in the pan. So definitely not as juicy right from the get go. Uh, but also cooking them this way, I lost track of which is which. So, so it's all going to be, we're going to find out what's what. Guess what the flavor is. Yep, guess what the flavor is. Okay. That's the Bavarian. You get a little of that in a good way. Cause I hate Limburger cheese. But a little bit of that, like tang is the wrong word, but a little bit of that flavor. That's good because I actually had really high hopes for the Bavarian and I didn't like it that much when I tried it earlier. I like this quite a bit more. I thought it was too subtle. Yeah, for me, I mean, the guy that oversalts and oversaisons everything, mm. there's not enough flavor in there for me. It's a good flavor, but I want it stronger. Okay, so let's move on to the next one. Um, I'm fairly certain because of that little crack in it that this one is the raspberry chipotle. Well, there's a little piece of red something on there it. There you go. So, so that's the raspberry chipotle. Excuse me. That one also has more flavor cooking it this way. I wonder if the smoke kind of made it oh. mash the flavors. Oh, right, and mash the flavor, yeah. Mm. That's really good. Not what I expect out of a Not hamburger patty. Not what I expect patty, at all. But I'm... I'm definitely all in for that. Yeah, I could actually see if you wanted to make either like turkey or chicken patties. That would be awesome with that. In fact, I'm going to mm -hmm. try that. I will try that. All right. Now, the last one, the butter garlic. Everyone's darling. This is what everybody wanted to try. I also will say all of purchasing wanted um, my recipe on exactly how I cooked those burgers because they were impressed with how juicy and amazing they were. What did you do? Did you do anything special? Just being awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's the best one. That's right up there with roasted garlic um, and jalapeno burger, as far as I'm concerned. That is really, really good. Um, our, one of the guys, Caleb, who works in our retail store, 
said something that kind of surprised me. He's like, they didn't overdo it with the butter garlic or it wasn't like too strong. That's what he said. I'm like, too strong, like butter garlic, too strong. I asked him, you know, do you find mayo spicy? And he's like, no, sometimes they overdo it with uh, the butter garlic flavor. And I was trying to think of an example of that. And I think I do have one. Cosmos Q's wing shake Parmesan mm -hmm. garlic is that. It is too strong. But this is perfect. Really, really well. You get a little bit of the Parmesan. Parmesan can be kind of a hard flavor to, to nail unless you're eating like Parmesan wheel cheese. Yeah. Um, like the Parmesan craft, you know, that sprinkle on cheese. That stuff really doesn't have much of a flavor. In fact, a lot of it is cardboard. I don't know if you remember that from, yeah. 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 You got, yeah. It depends on how much you use. Like I, I do uh, like that just on pizza. Uh, I mean, most often, obviously, but uh, I mean, I put like a solid like quarter inch yeah. over everything yep. and then it's like, okay, yep, you can taste it. But if you just kind of sprinkle it on, not the same. If you take like real Parmesan and grate it, yeah. much stronger. Oh, yeah, yeah. The real Parmesan has a totally different taste than like the craft stuff. And that's not knocking the craft stuff. I literally always have a container of that at my house. Usually I have two in case I run out of one. <laughs> and I'm almost like that like you are with salt. More of that stuff better on almost everything, which is odd because you're the one who likes to use more cheese in their sausage than I do. So, don't know. But... All three of them really good. Uh, I would say the um, Bavarian has an identifiable taste, but it is more subtle. The raspberry is super interesting. I don't think beef is what it's going to end up being best with. To me, it felt like more of a sausage flavor. And it is a sausage flavor. Yeah. Raspberry chipotle. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. They're, they're each unique and different in their own way. Uh, my only complaint is I would still, I'd have a salt shaker on hand. Of course you would. Add some of extra. Of course you would. Um, real quick on the raspberry and then Parmesan garlic, the best, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, not even remote. We're particularly close. Two quick stories. Cause we talked about things that always make me think of these, the raspberry chipotle. I had your brother when I first started working here, he was making sausage one day. I wasn't even here that day. I was gone. And I asked him to make me a batch of the raspberry chipotle sausage. And he said that that was the worst seasoning ever for getting up in the oh. air and breathing it in. So I was expecting that. I had Flip in here yesterday at the end of the day. And like I was like, oh, this is going to be terrible. So I opened the bag and it was like huge letdown. No, no <laughs> coughing, no wheezing. Um, and then the other thing, because I brought up mayo being spicy, I always have to tell the the story anytime. The best YouTube comment we have ever had hands down was you and I did a uh, chorizo video <laughs> <laughs> and came in one day and there's this comment from, I, I can't remember her name. Um, no, I'm not gonna remember it. It said, if I wanted a <laughs> recipe on how to make bland mayo i'd ask you two white boys and it's just like i laughed so hard at that i deleted the comment because you know i don't want that type of stuff on i there. thought it, i thought it was a joke i just started working here and i was like oh funny what a plant like cool only we can see it and then he goes no no no, this no, no, no. is this is some lady and i was like who who on the internet just does this randomly left that comment but it was a great comment. It was hilarious. Uh, really, really hard at it. Um, so if you're out there, if you ever still listen to our stuff. Do we get good, awkward comments anymore? No, not really. Dang. So social media, which YouTube is a part of, um, we used to get fairly good engagement. And then I just stopped responding to everything due to time restraints. I even put up messages that said, don't Basically, don't bother contacting us. <laughs> like, if you need us, go to Meetistics or Leave go to customer alone. service. So we've taken that, taken that down, and we started responding to some more stuff because we have Justin, um, and it's it's starting to pick back up. But social media can be like slow to respond to things. Um, but I did get a nice comment from our friends at Ron Shera. Uh, I talked to Mark today. And he's like, who's doing all your new fancy social media videos? I know it's not you. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> definitely not me. Perfect. Um, okay. So those were um, those three patty seasonings in some way, shape, or form. We will get them on the website, um, have them in a specific state where they won't be really visible unless you have the link directly to it. 
um, and we will make them $0 until we run out of this stock. Uh, I can put a minimum or maximum quantity ordered so nobody can buy them all. Take them all. So you can take one. If someone wants to be a jack wagon and they order them all, we'll, we'll, we'll change the order. Uh, okay. I mean, yeah. Do you want to limit them to term. like, you can take one of the three or just take one of each if you want them? Ideally, it'd be just take one of the three. That way more people can have a chance to try something. Okay. But we'll see what happens. All right. As so, long as somebody doesn't, if some, somebody doesn't go in and go, oh, I want to take 36. Right. It's like, nope, no. Can't do that. <laughs> And we can stop that from happening. Yeah. So just uh, go to the Meatistics post on the podcast for this, and I'll have information. I will try to get that done on. Well, I'm I'm off on Friday, I'm taking a day off. Woohoo! Look at that. Uh, but we will we will try to get that on the the post for Friday. I have to come in Friday anyways because Palmetto is slower than slow on sending my AR pieces that I need. Oh, okay. So well, that's not at least not work related. I was like, what are you, what are you coming in for work stuff? No, 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 no. Okay. No. I don't feel bad now if you're coming in for yeah, something personal. shouldn't feel bad anyways. Uh, okay. So the other seasonings we got with it, I just want to quickly go through them and smell. See what we've got. Uh, first, I have a Carolina style barbecue marinade. Yep. And it's that, exactly what I think of. The, the appearance is exactly what I think of Carolina barbecue. Yellow? Oh, yeah. Very So really, obviously, strong I, I like that. mustard. Yep, that should be good. Um, That's, pork, yeah. pork and chicken is what we'll try on that. Uh, the next one, I have to be honest, I have one. that Austin is eating the seasoning. Oh, that is delicious. I thought delicious. we broke you of that. No, that is delicious. Ah, all right, now I have to try it. Wow. Number one ingredient is raw cane sugar, maltodextrin, French, Frenches. French, the word French, then A-S, classic yellow mustard, which is oh, what I would have it's, thought. Oh, French. Uh, it's, yeah, it's, uh, how, it's how the apostrophe gets interpreted when, through whatever software they're printing on, it's screwed, it's screwed up. Yeah, that's going to be really good on pork and chicken. So. Very, very good. I need, I need to respond on Meatistics. Some, uh, I don't remember what the post, oh, it was Texas Post about the... Kansas Department of Revenue doing something about the barbecue places around mm-hmm. Kansas. And I responded basically saying, like, I'm picky with barbecue. I don't eat out of barbecue a lot because um, I like what I make over what you can usually sure. get out. Yep. I'm more picky about that than I am steak. Uh, somebody else asked then, like, what what do I normally do? That's why I haven't responded yet. So um, I need to – I'll respond to that um, hopefully by the t- before the podcast here is out. But that – the Carolina-style barbecue marinade could fit up my alley perfectly because when I'm doing barbecue, I guess I don't know. I need to – is there is there phosphate in there? Uh, there is a lot of ingredients. I imagine one of them is phosphate. But I don't, I don't see anything, but that that's a big thing on my list is got to have some sort of phosphate for moisture retention. But then I do, I normally don't like stuff that's got a lot of sugar, but I want, I want a decent amount of sugar in there mm-hmm. because that's what, that's what gives you a nice little bark to it yep. without just being like a burnt bark. Yep. It's a, a, a legit bark because it, it's the sugar that caramelizes. Yep. It's called the Meyer reaction. So... That, I think, will fit my style of barbecue really well. You should try but, this. I took some of the Carolina Star Barbecue seasoning, laid it out, and I'm now dipping pieces of my hamburger in it. And it's good. It's got a really nice um, mustard flavor. And I'm generally not like a French's mustard fan. But with the sugar, I think it works well together. So that should be a really good one. Next, we have a disgusting sausage seasoning that they never should have made. Can't be that bad. What is Yellow it? Yellow Thai curry sausage. Oh, I mean. These should be thrown directly into the river. No. Everything has its own application. Have you ever had a good curry? No, I don't like curry. Okay. Sometime, uh, I have a friend who actually spent time in uh, India for work and she learned how to make curry. Um, haven't had it for a while, but, um, I'll have to ask her if she can make some, um, actually supposed to eat dinner with them like every night next week because we have like a soccer camp with, uh, our kid and their kid. Okay. Uh, so we'll see, maybe I can talk her into making curry next week, but a good curry is good. Who is it? Is it Justin? Yeah. Justin's wife. Cool. Cool. Um, 
Yeah, so that I don't want anything to do with. Where do you think more curry's eaten? Or what country do you think eats the most curry? Per person. Sorry, per capita. India? England. No. Yeah, they love their curry there now. Wouldn't it? Well, I don't know. They have terrible I, cuisine there. Because India used to be yep. like a That's how it of, got yeah. brought up into there. Interesting. Um, yeah, they eat a ton of curry. All right, so then this. Actually, you know what? No, I'm going to end with that one. Uh, sweet ginger flavored snack stick. Um, I had this in a marinade a couple of weeks ago, and it was delicious there. So I'm assuming this is going to be awesome. Yeah, that's brave. That, I can that smell can burn your nose. I can smell the ginger in it. That is going to be a really good snack stick. Yeah, can you pour a little bit out on this? And I'm going to need to steal some of your burger too. Because I've eaten through all of mine already. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. That's the stuff. Um, were you a fan of Parks and Rec at all? Oh, I mean, yeah, but I've, I've, I don't watch it a lot. Sure. But uh, I've seen maybe a, a, a season's worth of it. Okay. So I love the character Andy. And in a behind the scenes thing, they talked about, you know, how he was getting fatter. Part of that reason was because when they were doing anything, like when you're filming a TV show, they have spit buckets for both drinking and eating. So you like take a bite and then you spit out because you have to do so many takes that you uh -huh. know, you, they said he would never spit anything out. He would just eat it no matter what. And that is fairly like I am similar to that. That's awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. I love that. That mm. will be good. That has some heat. I, I love ginger. Like, you know, the crystallized, uh, like, ginger candy? Oh, yeah. I can't have that stuff around because I will eat all of it. Like, surprisingly, the the label's fairly clean. Uh, for some reason, I expected that to be a non-clean label. Um, like, the Carolina-style barbecue marinade. That has a lot more. Pretty busy label. Yeah, pretty busy. Oh, okay. So then the last one is this. There is no way this can be bad. It is buffalo wing and ranch-flavored sausage. Oh, I'm in. Can't be bad. Now, I will say, um, there's not there. There's usually nothing from Excalibur that I that I hate. Um, but there's some things that you don't. Like it's it wasn't the flavor profile that I was exactly expecting okay. and going for, but it was still good. Like their hot buffalo wing, uh, hot buffalo wing brat is good, but I feel like it could be. It, it would be if I did it. It would be a little bit different. Uh -huh. This might. Hit more up that alley. They for also me. have a marinade that's like that, and I'm 100 in with you on that. Their buffalo something marinade. It's just not how I would have done it. Now they're the experts, but that's one of those things though that like buffalo hot sauce things like that. It's so different across different parts of the country. Though. Yeah, so that should just be Franks. Just no, be Franks. I'd rather do uh, Cholula. I'm no. a Cholula person. No, no, no. Okay, try this. Are you eating all my hamburger? Um, I've reached across the aisle. Oh, yeah. It's got a really good ranch zing to it. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> that is going to be awesome, too. Wow. All right, Whoa. so we've got some stuff to do. Oh, and then yeah, it kicked. It's got some heat. At first, I was just like, ranch, that's good. And then all of a sudden, it hit the back of my throat. And it's not like overly hot, but it, it lit up. It's got, yep, yep. My tongue is alive at the moment. That's awesome. I'm going to put that in a shaker and use that as just general seasoning. That's actually not a terrible idea. Because I'm still upset that they discontinued their hot buffalo wing shake. Mm -hmm. That was a perfect buffalo buffalo flavor. That was a good one, actually. I used that in place of salt for a long time. <laughs> it was so good. I Everything I ate was was buffalo wing shake flavored. but For a good reason. But then when they got rid of all of their wing shakes, that one got the ax too. I expected them to do that one and the salt and vinegar as a regular shaker. Because from the beginning, we both said, like, it's a mistake to call this a wing shake. Because mm -hmm. you're going to limit what people are going to use it on just by the name wing shake. I thought they would just, like, transfer that to a regular seasoning, but not. I think I've found the base for the next Walton's um, whatever line of season, like, oh, the Walton's yeah. custom. So, good news. Austin and I had been working on a, uh, a Walton's exclusive uh, custom blend through Excalibur. John's super fun time. So, story behind that. <laughs> we didn't know what we were going to call it. 
Uh, we were working with a customer service agent who's no longer here, who I can't, it must have been me. At some point, I must have sent an email saying, as a joke, call it John's Super Awesome Happy Fun Time Seasoning. That's what got on the bag. That's what they were calling it. I'm like, no, we have to fix this right away. <laughs> so it is going to be um, zesty citrus garlic mojo seasoning. It's got a little bit of everything, and it's really, really good. I've used it on a bunch, but it especially is great on seafood. So we finally have moved forward with that. Labels done. Order process is about to begin. So in the next couple of uh, weeks or maybe a month or so, we will have a new Walton style, you know, Walton seasoning like our Walton's ultimate steak and roast rope. So did we, sorry, I was busy sneezing. Um, did we get our issue there figured out and is it ordered or we still, still got to do that? No, nope. uh, Dylan is, has gone He's, past all that. Okay, yep. sweet. Sweet, sweet. Uh, so yeah, so that should be coming out fairly soon. Uh, a couple other things to talk about. Our 20 and 30 pound electric sausage stuffer video went live right before I came in here. I, when I went back to my desk, I posted something about our logistics real quick. Um, if anybody wants to hurt John's feelings, find something wrong in the video and make sure you let him know. <laughs> Why? 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 You obsessed Why would it. you do that? Oh, Why no. It's, it's a good video. I just, I'm just giving you a little grief. No. Be nice to me. It I, was, it was a good, it was a good video. Super fat. In it. Um, Patrick apparently needed to shoot it on a day where I was bloated. Dude, if you, if you're, if you look super fat, I don't even want to know what people think when they look at me because yeah. I'm a lot you're bigger than you You're almost always right shown now. just from like chest down though, right? We never get you up, up and about much. That's and good. Maybe that's the problem. That, that's, that's, that's on purpose. <laughs> Okay. Um, but yeah, go check that out. Uh, they are both available for pre-order at waltons.com. They're both on sale um, and they're both on the homepage. Uh, so that sale price will continue until we decide that it is no longer on sale. I don't think we're going to do it quite all the way until it gets up here, um, but we will give everyone a decent amount of notice on what that final day is for the sale. Um, but yeah, I... I think we're going to sell a ton of those things. I used it. I taught a class last weekend for uh, uh, Mike Christensen's son. Um, and I used that instead of the hand crank. And it's just so easy. Like made it to the point where it was just, it was simple. I was teaching them how to hold it on properly instead of being like, okay, well, I'll crank and you do this. I'd just be like, nope, hold it a little bit tighter here because it's just, Going through it, literally no problem. So, going to be great. Um, all right. Website update. So, for people who are on the Waltons.com website a decent amount, you may have noticed a visual change. It is visual. Well, there's back-end stuff too, but it is requires no change to your login, no nothing. Things are basically still in the same place. Um, it just is a cleaner look and fixes a few pesky little uh, search engine optimization excuse me, search engine optimization problems we were having. Uh, it went about as good as any like big change or launch that we've ever had. I was very happy with that. Yeah. Very, very happy with that. Uh, okay. Broadfest. We are having, uh, we've talked about it, I think once prior on the podcast. Uh, this year, instead of doing a uh, steak cook-off, we're going to do a Broadfest. Um, Austin is slowly filling me in on the details and the changes he's making. So go ahead. I mean, it's still all a, a work in I'm progress. taking more of your burger for that. But we're, we're a little over two months out. It'll be August 20th. So if you're in the Wichita area or even close driving distance, uh, you'll have to come down because we're going to have a ton of food. I mean, I was talking to John, we're going to have like 18,000 samples available. So um, tons of brats, a lot of different flavors to choose from. Um, then we'll uh, have a brat lunch. Um, the tickets for the event and everything associated, all of the, the money goes directly to um, Special Olympics yep. in Kansas, their uh, Air Capital Flyers uh, program. Um, so 
basically everything, everything goes into it. We're putting into it, we're paying for, and then everything that comes out of the event goes straight back to the air capital flyers. We do, I mean, we we do it because it's fun and it's a cool thing to do, but it's done as a fundraiser. Right. So we're, the, our intent behind this is not to make money off of it. Uh, Well, it is. We actually. For them, not for us. Yeah. Make money for them. Um, But um, it's, it's going to be, I mean, it's going to be a blast. I am so excited. Um, It's going to be kind of similar to what we've done in, in the past years if you've been to one of our state cook-offs um, but just a, a little bit different being broths instead of steak and uh, there's going to be a lot more activities um, we're we're still working on our total layout and exactly how it all is going to work um, but instead of doing it in the parking lot when it's 100 degrees out and everyone's baking. Um, We're going to do it in the empty lot next to us. Um, We didn't used to own the empty lot. Now we own the empty lot. So we're like, well, if we own it, we should use it. Um, So we're trying to figure out how all that's going to work and where where we're going to set things up. It's a radical idea, parking in the parking lot and standing on the grass. I mean, obviously you would think the opposite we did the first year. Like I didn't even want to even contemplate doing it the other way before when we were doing steak comp Mm -hmm. because there's a lot of teams cooking steaks, open fires. And I'm like, I don't want someone accidentally burning down the place. So I was like, everyone's going to be on, on pavement. But this year, um, the only people cooking are going to be us or someone associated with us in some way. Um, And so I feel a lot better about doing it in the grass because uh, I'm not worried about burning the whole neighborhood down. You should still worry about that. Nah. I'll be involved. But if it does, we're going to have a dunk tank. So <laughs> we'll have plenty of water to put out any fires. And we're going to, the, the fire department will be here. So okay. uh, they'll, they'll assist. They'll hook up to the nearest hydrant and help us out. If we're, if needed. Yeah. If we, it's, it's, it's kind of cool, but between the fire department, uh, the talked about before the MRAP vehicle, oh. um, and hopefully some other fun vehicles from some of the law enforcement places around. We'll see what we can what we can get out here. But all of them are like, okay, we need it. We need an escape route. We need a way to get out. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of cool going through that. Yeah. Like, oh, what if? Yeah, what if they have a call? That yeah. it'd be kind of cool. But at the same time, then you're like, well, if they have a call, that's bad because then they're going to do something. Yeah, but like firemen very rarely go put out fires. Usually, it's some sort of health related thing. Oh, so that's okay. <laughs> Someone's yeah, having point. a health good emergency. It's not good either yeah, way. Either way. Yes, so. you, are, you are correct. Okay. Um, anything else to talk about as far as just general update stuff? Not really. That's all I can think of. Go pre-order yeah. Walton's 20 or 30 pound electric saucer stuff or I promise you, you will not be disappointed. I should throw in a deal of anybody that pre-orders one gets gets five, three throws at John on the dunk tank on Bratfest Day. No, no. That's where you're going to generate the majority of the money for air capital flyers is people throwing stuff. You think you're going to raise like $10,000 off of that? (laughs) No. Um, There's at least one guy that is super excited and wants to dunk you really bad. It's It's the the guy guy we got the tank from. Yeah, Yeah, I heard. Um, Another thing, uh, we're going to have a hat, like a Bratfest hat. I'm going to order an extra dozen for the, uh, and have uh, the athletes Mm. wear them. Yeah. So I checked with Kurt, made sure because you never know, like, are they, some might not want to, like, like to wear a hat. So I just wanted to make sure that, like, in general, they'll be okay with it. Obviously, we're not going to force any of them to do anything. But so, yeah, so we're going to have a, a hat, a Bratfest hat for sale as well. Are we getting our new fancy shirts in before yep. long? They've been ordered. Okay. So, oh, well, they should be being ordered. Think we'll get them before July 4th? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I would. I would imagine we'll have them. Is in. it public knowledge that those are coming? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we open it up to pre-orders on. Well, no. Okay. We, I told people on Mutistics to, you know, let me know which ones. You know, oh, what size just like, you want like unofficial it. tally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but uh, it is a patriotic Mutistics T-shirt. So the front Mutistics label is replaced with like a red, white, and blue one. And on the back, what started all of this is the preamble um, to the Constitution. So that was made in like a meat justics kind of way. Um, <laughs> and it looks cool, like a scroll. And uh, one of the big ones for me was I have this backcountry hunters and angler shirt that says public lands on or public landowner. 
and it's the softest shirt ever. So it's like my Sunday shirt. I wear it almost every Sunday around the house. So I made Michael get like that exact shirt. I'm like, I'm going to be picky with this. I want that shirt. And he's like, okay, yes, I can get you that shirt. So should be awesome. Cool. I'm excited. All right. On to uh, Meat Matters. First article, I already posted about this on Meatistics. So a little bit of anticlimactic for some people, but elephant kills woman, then returns to funeral <laughs> and tramples her corpse. We need a little bit of, of PC around here. <laughs> what do you mean? You're all excited and like elephant kills woman. This, this is an amazing story. This elephant went and trampled a woman to death. Then when the villagers were getting ready to bury her or burn her, whatever they were doing, the elephant came into the funeral, grabbed her body, stomped on it more, and then with its trunk, threw the body into the woods. What did this woman do? Yeah. Those things have a great memory, right? I mean, so you can't... Yeah. It's like it's not like his... I'm not really got coincidence. What if it's a different elephant? I love how they're like, oh, that's that same it's one. The same <laughs> elephant. Well, they say elephants have great memories, right? Exactly. What if it's something super petty? Like the woman didn't let it cross the road when it was a, a pup elephant. Oh, man. And it's just like, oh, I've always hated There's you. Something rough. I, I guarantee she's probably... Whatever she did, someone's done less to an elephant and, and lived. And so been I fine. have a problem with that. Sure. <laughs> this elephant definitely went a little overboard. But it's like a, it's like taken, but for elephants or something. He's <laughs> so I I found it funny. Um, all right. Beyond meat stock jumped eleven percent on Wednesday. So I found that interesting. Uh, I don't know if you've been paying attention, but prior to um, the Federal Reserve's announcement, the Nasdaq at least was somewhat slowly climbing. Um, general stocks were up 0.8 of a percent and Beyond Meat jumped 11%. Now, the supposed reason for that is uh, expanding its distribution for its value packs. So those value packs are going to go to more states, more stores. Um, I don't know. I see that as maybe people looking at meat shortages coming up and kind of hedging their bets on that. There's a new impossible burger at Applebee's, by the way. Have you had it? No, I just looked it up. I was like, why would there be an increase in something? But anyways, I was at yeah. Applebee's, but saw it on the menu and lifted up my nose, curled it yes, the other way. Yeah. So, oh, how dare. Too good for how you. How dare they? Yeah. I don't get it because there are, I mean, it's just all spec. I mean, it's, I get it. It's all speculation, but- in, in the, the article, it talks about um, that the company uh, in the most recent quarter posted a 92% net loss. Mm -hmm. Like, that's not good. How, <laughs> that's how, not, how, that's not good. How, how do you have the stock go up at all? Like, I don't, I just don't, I don't, I don't get the whole, I understand speculation, but I don't get it. Uh, Is there a... It seems stupid to me. I can't think of a, like a example of this something like this happening before. Like the closest I can think of, and it's not similar at all, were Beanie Babies. Where <laughs> like rise and fall. Yeah. Just huge and then gone. And then also it's just worthless. It's probably about to be crypto though too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean there's an argument there. That's actually well, that's I don't a better know one for Beanie it. Babies. Um but <laughs> I, no, I still I just this I live, is not financial advice, but I'm not selling any of my crypto. I live and die by the headlines of those, so I have no clue besides sure. whatever the talking point is. Okay. Um, next story is uh, from the University of Minnesota, and I found this fairly interesting. It says, one in five, and we're not going to be able to read the whole article, but we don't need to. Uh, one in five Americans prefers plant protein over animal protein. You mean four, what's another way to say that five. four out of five Americans <laughs> like meat yep. more than plant protein? That's just, do they really prefer or are they just virtue signaling? They're, yeah, they're just on the, I the don't vegetarian ever watch TV. vegan route. And so that's maybe not, is it what they, is it what they prefer in flavor or just what they prefer to eat and they just refuse to eat the meat? Because if I'd look at it and go, you really, it really should be of, like a blind taste yep. test and be like, which one do you prefer? And I would say that probably 95% of people would choose real meat every time. Well, what was that last time that we tried? Was it, was it the fake jerky? 
that yes. we spit out? It was beyond yeah. meat. It was uh, teriyaki. My wife saw that in the store the other day and was like, oh, look at that. And I'm like, no, oh, I just had that. I'm like, I'm like, the texture is great, but I spit it out because it was <laughs> disgusting. Burn it to the ground. Um, I still have to go see if I can find other flavors of that. Because like Austin just said, the texture was really good. Like they did a good job making that. It's just the flavor is no good. Um, but yeah, I just found it funny, this the framing of that article. And I would hazard a guess that if you took out ethical concerns, it would be way closer to like 99.9% of people. Uh, even, you know, my wife, when she wasn't eating any meat, would look at like meat I was eating and be like, oh, that looks really good. Because <laughs> it's better. Uh -huh. It's better. And I'm never going to stop eating it. Well, it's like, I guarantee... I mean, what's a primal reaction or like, um, you know, anyone that looks at someone eating awesome food, what do you do? You salivate, right? Yep. You can't ignore that that actually is happening. So. Yep. Um, this is man guilty of attacking white with wife with meat cleaver on Christmas Eve. I can guarantee you he did not use the gladiator because <laughs> had he used the gladiator, it would be. Is this an Murder. endorsement for uh, Dal Strong? Is what you're no, just in general. <laughs> no, 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 don't use the, your Dal Strong for that. Also, uh, I want to talk about the fact that neither one of you noticed this pin I'm wearing. Does it say I'm a princess it's, on it? It does not say I'm a princess Can't on it. See it. It says Dal Strong. Oh, it no. can't. Oh. You get one of these if you buy the Shadow series oh, Tuna Sword. We're not special. You're enough. not special. You're enough. a one percenter. It was actually really hard to get on. I think I broke it getting it off. I did. Can't even see it. It's so big. Dude, it's blocked by it. our laptop and microphone. How can you not see it? It's so huge. Wait, that's a Freemason pen. What is that? <laughs> it, that is what I thought initially. Dude, from I'm this like, far away. It looks away. like a Freemason from pen. From this far away. But yeah. no, it's just a Dow Strong. It's their uh, lion with two knives going up. Uh, then we've got an article from Los Angeles. Um, it we have a letter to the editor, so I'm going to read part of the initial, and then I'll read the letter of the editor. So it was on good, good riddance to Farmer John's Slaughterhouse. Now let's eat less meat. It's an interest, it is interesting that the Farmer John's Slaughterhouse in Vernon Southeast downtown Los Angeles is considered an iconic building. Despite the foul odors emanating from within, it will be missed by some. I wonder if it would be missed as much without the mural of all the cheerful pigs, which could not be a more inaccurate representation of the building's purpose. As silly as the mural is, it serves an important function. It distances us from the reality of what happens in a slaughterhouse and from the uncomfortable thoughts that we repress when we eat animals. A more humane way to deal with these unpleasant thoughts is to eat less meat. Every time I read anything like this, I make another vow to myself to eat more meat so that whatever this person's crusade is, is having zero effect. It's just, it drives me nuts. It's part of the whole thing we talked about last week with the study from Kansas State, where if you tell people not to do something that they want to do, they're going to do it more just to spite you. And that is very much the attitude that I'm currently in when it comes to any of these meat things. But yeah. the, letter, the letter to the editor said, uh, the issue is the 18 to 1,800 to 2,000 workers who may soon lose their jobs after owner Smithfield Foods, owned by China, shut down its Farmer John meat packing plant. We have another prominent business set to leave the state and our government officials remain quiet. Is it any wonder that Californians are migrating to other states? The high cost of doing business in California has also prompted the departures of Nestle USA and Oracle. The good weather alone is not enough if you can't find a job. So, few things there. One, meat processing, as we talked about with Bill last week, is still an enormous part of this country's economy. And it is shunned and messed with at the, not beware, what is the, the detriment? Um, it's a dangerous thing to try to to mess with, especially for ethical reasons. Is that right? Ethical reasons? Is that what I want to say? For, mm. for uh, I, 
ideological reasons. Like it's, we eat meat. Humans have always eaten meat. We will always eat meat. So, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Austin has nothing to add there. Uh, the, the only I feel the like only, I'm doing most of the heavy lifting here. Sorry. So the, the, the biggest thing I have is like uh, two two of the comments in there is about like happy pigs and blah blah blah, and then oh it's scary at the slaughter. Um, but the the L.A. Times in the article has like a a picture of the murals, and it's just it's just pigs. Just pigs. They're not like depicted as like happy or angry or anything. It's literally there's grass. And a couple pigs. So, well, I, I don't, yeah, I don't see the same thing. I think it's, yeah, people trying to uh, put their own yeah, projecting view onto behind, it. yeah, project yeah. into it. But uh, talking about like slaughter and oh, the pigs are scared. It's like no, the 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 whole the whole point when you're going through slaughter is to keep the animals scare them. comfortable, mm-hmm. calm. Like it hurts the meat if. They have adrenaline pumping it, it with, with pigs, it will, it will screw up the pH level and it will mess up your sausage bad. Isn't that, isn't that interesting? Um, recently they've found that certain plants will change their chemical uh, structure, their chemical makeup and actually give off a different scent. If you play the sound of a caterpillar eating leaves near it. Really? So you have that and you have adrenaline spikes in, is it every animal? I mean, the only one I know of is pigs. Should, I mean, I, but it I, would, I don't know for sure, but I, th- I think it applies. It would make across. sense that it's yeah. all animals, right? Um, that is interesting. Like that's a last ditch pettiness. Like, oh, you're going to eat me, but it's going to taste bad. <laughs> Deal with this. It won't taste bad necessarily. It just, won't be it's good. It's not as good. Yeah. Yeah, it'll, it'll end up being PSE. PSA, PSE pork. All right. Uh, I thought this was interesting. Inflation prompts some trading partners to cut tariffs. Uh, so it was Korea, Mexico, the Philippines, Taiwan, Brazil, and Vietnam have all either reduced or are flat out eliminating tariffs on trade with each other on meat and other food items. A big, I mean, this, this, this isn't just meat, but I think it applies to a lot of things, but I think we could see a lot, a lot of reductions in prices if tariffs go away. Mm. I mean, just on the products we sell, uh, there's a number of products that are inflated right now that would be a whole lot less if there weren't tariffs. Sure. Um, so, I would. I'd love to see tariffs go away because it, it's 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 going to affect the meat industry. It's going to affect every industry. It's going to f- affect us directly yep. and our customers. Um, so and all the money from tariffs just go to government programs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's wasted, more or less. Yeah. yeah. Except obviously for the money that goes to meat processing grants, that's obviously well spent. <laughs> of course, of course. Um, okay, I found this pretty interesting. Uh, the tick-related meat allergy is on the rise in Missouri. Better, better we not cross state lines. We share a border with Missouri. Yeah, better not come this way. I hope we're doing something to check those ticks on their their way in. Um, so I don't. I don't want to become an uh, Impossible Burger or Beyond Beef customer. So a couple of things. One, I, would, I would probably if I had to, but I don't want to go there. I don't think I would. That would be interesting. If I couldn't eat meat, what would I eat? If I couldn't eat meat, I I would, I mean, I, I, I love meat. I would still want as close to it as I could get. I would, I'd eat it. I'd probably go to mostly like, oh, I'd put on so much weight. I'd eat so much pizza. It'd be insane. Pizza and pasta. That'd, all, that'd be all I'd eat. I'd weigh uh, yeah, 40 okay. more pounds. You just, you're not going to be able to eat like a pepperoni. You're going to eat sure. a margarita. Right. But yeah, that's fine. I mean, okay. it's not as good, but I'd be okay. I would just, I just don't want to eat salads all day. Yeah. Who does? So if well, I could eat pizza and pasta, yeah, I'm in. Yeah. So I'm going to get fat. Um, but one of the interesting things we've talked about in the past, but alpha gal is not a, Hey, now you're allergic to this for life. It is a temporary thing that I think they say generally lasts between six to 18 months, um, which would not be fun. I'm not saying that that's not serious. Um, they also are working on certain pigs that can be eaten by people who have this alpha-gal allergy. Um, It's pigs that are being bred for uh, human organ transplants. They give it something to uh, prevent 
the human body from rejecting the organ and that whatever they do there also makes it so that people with alpha-gal can eat that pork, which I found fascinating. But here's something I found even more fascinating. It apparently can be treated with over-the-counter antihistamines. Really? Yeah. So just take some Benadryl and you won't be violently sick every time you eat red meat? That'd be interesting. And it's almost worth getting it for. Like, um, let's go find some ticks. <laughs> what are you no. laughing at? You're the, the test subject. I say they're real bad this it's year. It's certainly too. not going to be me. You don't, you don't have to go far and to find a lot of ticks. Yeah, that's actually true. So it says, so the, the article from uh, St. Louis Public Radio in here, it's, it, like, it looks like they're interviewing somebody and it says, uh, he started getting nauseated after eating burgers and other kinds of meat goes on. Um, it makes him develop a fever, itch all over and have trouble breathing. So it sounds like it like progressively gets worse and then it probably starts to get better. Oh, yeah. So, time, like you're not talking about, hey, 10 minutes after I'm this 20, yeah. you're saying like a week after. Probably. Yeah. It doesn't really say for sure the timeline, but that's probably, that's kind of what I'm getting out of it. So if, if all of a sudden uh, you start getting like, yeah, feel like throwing up and stuff after eating a lot of, a lot of red meat. Yeah. Um, that could be your early warning sign. Fair point. That it's uh, it's coming, and next thing is anaphylactic shock in a week or something. Ugh. Next time you eat it, that's terrible and scary. Uh, luckily, the light, fun part of the podcast is done, and now we're going to go to the scary stuff. Um, the FAO food price index. I don't know if people pay much attention to this, um, but. It is very scary. Uh, we are currently as high as we've ever been on meat. We are higher than we've ever been on cereals, um, vegetables. We're vegetables and oils were the or vegetable oils. Sorry, we're the second highest we've ever been, and even sugar, we are just one point away from being higher than we've ever been. Um, the food price index consists of average of five commodity group prices and indicates uh, the weighted with average export shares of each of the groups. So they have broken out the last two years into months instead of just years because there's been so much fluctuation. Um, but May of 2021, we're at 128. It dropped for two months and then has steadily climbed each month, each month. Um, so food continues to go up in price. I want to take a lot of credit for the fact that two years ago I was calling nonsense on their, oh, beef is up 4%. Like, no, it's not. It's up 40%. You liars. Mm -hmm. Like I so do the food shopping. Technically, um, we should, we should see if we can find e even more specifics here, but, um, it says, yeah, so from month to month, the meat price index went up, um, but there was declines in the pig and bovine markets. It went up because poultry had such a drastic increase. We talked about it a couple of months ago, um, the whole food processing fire scare. And there have been more since then. So, I mean, it clearly is a thing. It's just not the conspiracy everyone thinks it is. I was arguing with somebody, and I'd never do this, but I saw it on an Instagram page that I actually like follow and pay, pay attention to. And they had lists of the, the poultry um, uh, avian flu calls. I was like, hey, you can't title something food processing fires and then include <laughs> avian flu. Like, that's dishonest and you know had a problem with that um but yeah the poultry is definitely affected by the avian flu kill-offs of the herds because what they're doing is if one, they find one bird infected the entire flock just gets killed it, it's what you have to do to too, too risky the, a transmission uh -huh. now as I, I still don't think we fully felt that in the market um when the first time I read about 
I think it was three point something million at that point. I joked around and said I was going to Dylan's and buying all of their. You still stockpiling? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, last week, I don't remember what it was, but something like ticked in my head. And it's like, you better go buy all the, uh, all the chicken again. When I did it the first time, and forgive me if these numbers aren't exact, I believe I bought the packages for $12 and went back a couple of days later to get something else and just looked and they were like 15. When I bought them last time, they were all like 16 and went back the other day and they're up to like $18 wow. per package. So if you don't have a deep freezer at home, I don't think you're paying enough attention to what's going on. You whoops. need a deep freezer. You need a vacuum sealer. What'd you say? My wife. I said, "Whoops." My wife and I keep talking about it that we need need a deep freezer. You don't have and, a deep freezer? Mm -mm. Huh? Uh, most things. If I have things, like I leave. I. I mean, I. Yeah. I keep stuff here. Right. We have, yeah, have yeah, walk-in freezer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but sub zero uh, walk-in freezer. So. Yeah. But then it, I mean, it needs something at home. I have I have a second like freezer, but it's just like the one a part of a refrigerator. Sure. I mean, it's not not what we need entirely but yeah they're they sell them right across the street for and that thing that used to be the sears appliance i think i bought mine for like 250 bucks that's not bad yeah they're not expensive and it is stock full i joke around with my neighbors all the time i'm like I, if everything goes to crap i'm like i've got you guys and my family for Months and months and months. And then you're going to have to eat your neighbors when you run out. Well, that's the plan. You have to <laughs> keep you, your food you source them, going, obviously. You get them close. My wife then... gets so mad when I say that about Brutus. Oh, uh, you fatten him up. Brutus yeah. is fat. Like, he's just, he, he's, we're getting him a little bit better, but he's an overweight dog. And every time I do it, I go, yes, get that marbling. And I massage him. She's like, you're not eating our dog. I'm like, oh, yeah, he absolutely am eating our dog if it gets to that. All right, then the last thing, um, I found this little tool uh, that will let you put in an amount in a year and then tell you how much the same amount of food you could get back then would cost now. Does that make sense? Yep. Okay. So it starts at $20 in 1913 as the year and 2022 as the, obviously like, you know, now um before you get going my dad uh something happened this weekend where um he was forced to buy me a beverage at quick trip because he was paying for gas and i threw it up on the counter okay like a kid yeah he goes uh he goes whatever she rings up he goes how much was that she goes three dollars she goes three dollars <laughs> he goes you ain't worth three dollars <laughs> He just, and he just all for like 10 minutes in the car. He's like, this, this used to cost this, this used to cost this. He goes, what's cost? He goes, it's a, it's a, I don't understand. He goes, you get two Gatorades for four bucks. You got one of those for three. You're getting ripped off. And I was like, yeah, I guess you're right, man. But anyways, please continue. That's great. Thank That's you, amazing. Patrick. Oh, okay. So $20 in 1913. Food prices are 2,881% higher now. So $20 back then, it would cost $576. Do college tuition next when you're- That's insane. Okay. let's. So that's 1913. Obviously, that's a little bit insane. Good year. Let's go with 1979, year of my birth, and calculate inflation. It is 270% higher. So $54. So that is slightly more reasonable. If we go to 1990, 123% more. So in the last 30 years, food costs have more than doubled. Mm. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, wages have not doubled. No. <laughs> I mean, I, I wish I knew what to tell you, but I don't, I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's crazy. It's uh, honestly every yeah every time every time we go to the grocery store, it seems like it's just more expensive. So I am now known at this Dylan's. I, I would bet that you'd have a fifty percent chance if if you asked any of them. Hey, do you know a guy who, when he checks out, tells you not to give him the receipt <laughs> and not tell you the amount? They would at least know who I who like they would have heard about me because I was in the line the other day and I'm checking out 
And I go, and just one more thing. She goes, oh, you're him. <laughs> and I'm like, because I hadn't even gotten it out yet. She's like, you're the one who doesn't want to know the amount. And I'm like, yep, that's it. She's like, I'll throw out your receipt too. Like, I was like, yep, Because yep. it's just, you need it. I'm going to pay for it, obviously. Like, But you can really, really see, like, there is without a question, at least increased focus on people who are trying to return to more of a, I control my food source mm. for me. You have people increased interest in hunting, way increased interest in homesteading. Um, and seems like more and more people have chickens, even in neighborhoods where you wouldn't expect wouldn't chickens yep. to be. So I think a lot of people are seeing what's coming and trying to prepare for it and or just want to be more in touch with uh, their food source, which is a huge part of life. Do you ever take mm -hmm. anything out of your cart, like when you're shopping and then you get to like when you're about to check out and you do the overview and you start doing a little bit of math in your head and you go, you know what? Nope, I don't do the math ate. anymore. Oh, dude, I used to, especially when I had an apartment and stuff, you'd get, you like throw everything you want and then you look at it, you go like, do I really? I'm not about to spend hundred bucks. I'm 30. Yeah, I, I would back then. Yes. Yeah, but back then I was just like looking, I was like, you know what? No, I mean, I've been so mad at places. I think, I don't think I've ever like completely bailed on the cart, but there's been a handful of things. I go, what am I doing? I, I go, don't need or yeah. like I'm planning for meals that I know is just going to be leftovers and eventually thrown away the next week. So it's like, you got to just yep. do that yeah. little mental tussle. But we talked about, talked about on this podcast, like the few times where I actually like put a steak back down, had it in my hand on its way to the cart, saw the price and went, no, I can't, I can't justify can't justify that. Um, all right. One last thing. Um, right in front of you is a little paper plate with a uh, napkin on it. Nope. You can see that little white thing on there. So I'm not eating that. <laughs> you are not eating that. Correct. Awesome. Okay. Well done. <laughs> uh, this is just to, to point out 10A, our commercial customers, this is a great example of why you should be using a, a bone collector system. This is a very small amount of bone that oh. got through uh, a commercial grinder. I bought this meat at Dylan's, paid full price for it, went, mixed up a bunch of burgers, cooked them for, for people here, let everybody try them, and somebody had that in their burger. They said they initially thought maybe it's just a piece of gristle, tried to bite down on it more, and they're like, nope, Ooh. that's bone. Yeah, that would so, not have been pleasant. Yeah. I, Luckily, well, I don't know if luckily, she set it aside because uh, when I heard about it, I was like, oh, do you still have that? Because I'm having Justin take pictures and be like, hey, this is why you should use a bone collector system. So just another another note. Um, I'm not going to complain about that, but I'm sure there are consumers out there who would go back to the store and pitch a big fit. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. Yep. So that's crazy. That's, that's a, crazy. I mean, that's a, that's a nice little chunk. It's too. not a small. It is not a small chunk of bone at all. Like that would, that would scratch up your throat going down yep. pretty bad. And then your insides too. Yeah. So definitely something to, to think about. Um, they make them for 32 and up. I don't think they make a bone collector system for a 22. So I'm pretty Probably sure it's not. 32. Anybody that's doing something commercial should have a 32 or bigger anyways. So. Oh, it depends on the amount they actually grind, right? Yeah. Oh, we're going to do, uh, Justin, Patrick, and I are going to do some uh, pet treat stuff. We're going to work on like uh, what we can use here. Yeah, the email for that one was kind of funny. The way it's it was worded, treats. I was like, I go, dude, we're not eating dog. What are you talking about? Because like, <laughs> what are you guys thinking? I got dog. I'm going to do this equipment. And you had a whole list of seasonings. And I was like, okay. Oh, pet treats pet for treats. the pets. Oh, not okay. eating the pets. <laughs> um, but the... Jerky slicer blade replacement for the tenderizer is coming in. So we're going to do a bunch of stuff on like, not a bunch. We're going to do stuff on making jerky without a slicer. Because with that, you don't need a slicer. You just mm -hmm. cut it up, put it right through there, and you're perfectly fine. And just being honest, the slicing is generally the hardest part of making jerky. Because you got to get the meat just to the right temperature for it to slice evenly and well. And then you have to make sure it's set correctly and i don't always do that um so this just takes all the guesswork out of it so those that should be here soon we've got a bunch of good stuff coming in shortly so yeah all right that's all i got this was our 101st episode
That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Our hundredth was with uh, Bill, so we didn't really do anything about it. But um, I thought it would be a good time for you to finally let me shoot you in the neck with the salt gun. No. I will let you shoot me in the neck after. No. No. That's just stupid. On that enormous letdown, thanks for listening. Um, check out the Meet Your Sticks posts either Friday or early next week for uh, information on how you can get one of those patty seasonings for free. We forgot in the intro, but... Remember to like, comment, and subscribe. Patrick, that is now your job Okay. at the beginning it. of each episode to either do it yourself or make one we, of us remember. Well, to we say might be that. in danger just having a new audio intro that takes care of that for us. So, oh, okay. Well, yeah. Since, it's, since, it's, my, since it's my job, we're probably just going to do that. That's the easiest <laughs> way to <laughs> do it. He doesn't have to so. do it every time. Right so, he's fine letting us forget, but not if it's on him. All right. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next time. Thanks for checking out the Meat Justics podcast. To shop everything but the meat, head on over to waltonsinc.com. And to get your meat processing questions answered by experts and enthusiasts alike, head on over to our online community at meatjustics.com. Waltons, everything but the meat.